Bam. <laughs> We're back again. So our next guest is Vincent. Vincent is 36 years old. He has grown up in Germany with a single mom and one brother. Very early on, he learned to be independent and is always open to meet new people and explore the world. He is a very talented photographer who's able to capture so much of the world through different lenses and be able to express through his own. He's highly creative and very open to questioning himself, but with a positive attitude in mind. He loves to travel and to meet new people and experience new culture around the world. So, without a further ado, let's just wait for this, and we will bring in the Vincent Vincent. Here he is. Bam! Hello! So this is Vincent speaking. How you doing? I'm good, my friend. How you doing? Quite good. It's already in the middle of the night here in Germany, but I'm looking so much forward to this great talk. Yeah, man, I look forward to it too as well. So I read a little bit of your bio. The, the story between me and you is I was leaving Thailand on my way to Nepal, and I had my rock climbing shoes on my bag, and you approached me, and you were asking me questions about climbing. And That's correct. I thought nothing of it, and then our plane actually went down at one point because there was an, a, is an issue with the toilet. And then you came up, and, you, you know, you chatted. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So we got each other's information. And then we spent two most magical weeks in Nepal <laughs> together, going into the Himalayan mountains and trekking around and like learning about each other it was it was pretty good yeah so cool nice that i can be here this evening and talk uh, to you and uh, especially like about some very interesting moments i had like in this year yeah man i give me give me some of your background tell me a little bit about yourself yeah so actually uh vincent uh, i think you already said it so uh, i'm mainly grown up in germany actually but uh, I just counted, I think I moved like more than 50 times in my life. So I'm quite <laughs> used to even like in a small environment, like going through like new areas uh, and like re-engineering myself actually, because all my life was mainly uh, through like, there was some troubles here and there, right? You know, I grew up with like a single mom. I have a second brother who's from another father. Uh, and everything was just a little bit different, right? That Because mm -hmm. my mom, like, she was mainly working a lot. So we had a very early stage. We were quite responsible and uh, also asked to take over, like, from cleaning the house, from cooking. Uh, and my mother also, also showed us all the time, like, hey, this is a huge world. Let's travel. Let's show some new areas and so on. And I'm very thankful for these kind of things. And I think all these things uh, at the end uh, lead me to uh, the special moment that, for example, we had in this year together. Uh, and I can't wait to talk about this moment. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get to that moment, let's talk about, um, you know, what, you know, you, you live the life. So you have this, you grew up from a single mom and you have those experiences. So how was your childhood in the sense of, you know, your growth, going through school, um, education, and, you know, what brought you to where you are today? 
Oh, that's a good question, actually, because what I said, like, my life was quite different than all the other ones around me, right? Because on mm -hmm. the one hand, uh, like, this mom was very tough. She's like an engineer working in nature science. Uh, mm -hmm. She was, like, heavy working, and I think all around the world, she's quite known for her work and studies. And meanwhile, there were these young kids who needed to take over uh, at an early point responsibility uh, with a brother who's uh, like three years older than me. And he's also quite smart and, and, and a tough guy. Um, and I think like my life was mainly uh, like the main thing is that it was moving and continuous change, right? Because all the time we had new environment, we had new houses where we were living in, new flats, new schools. Um, I dropped out of school. I restarted school. Uh, my teacher said, you will probably never go to an A-level. At the end, I studied fucking economics, right? This is <laughs> one, of the, one of the toughest studies uh, as far as somebody told me, right? So I just went through it. Uh, and I never, I never uh, like said goodbye. Often there were moments that like, challenged me that I was not happy, that I was crying. But uh, I was always open, like, to express myself, to talk to friends, to talk to my family. I was always, like, finding the moments uh, where I could release my soul and being open. Uh, and, of course, you question yourself, right? You say, hey, is there any, anything right with me? My family is a little bit different. This is different. But at the end, you understand everybody's different. So I am. Uh, and nowadays, I enjoy it quite a lot and see it as a big, big asset, right? That we are so different. Like, and every day we have the new chance to re-engineer everything, like meet new people, explore mm -hmm. the world. Like what I've seen, like this kind of year, uh, it's just tremendous. And it feels like once you start, it gets exponential, right? So this is like, feels a little bit nuts, but I <laughs> really love it. Yeah. That's beautiful. So tell me about like an awakening moment you had, a moment where stuff shifted, changed. Um... I think there are a lot of moments, but I think uh, one of the moments that, that I, that I, especially in the rituals perspective, when you look back and you recognize, okay, what was this year like? Because this is now at the end of the year and you re reflect on the year and think of, okay, what has happened? Like, was there change? Sometimes mm -hmm. change is just minor things or like huge things. There are a lot of different things that are going on. And especially what was really nice for me, because uh, when I was traveling to Nepal, uh, I had no job, right? So the company I worked for was insolvent. Um, I broke up with my girlfriend and so on. And there was no real consistency, nothing stable uh, really for my life. Um, but I said, okay, let's go. Let's see. Let's enjoy also this moment. And let's see what, what we can grow out of it, right? And I think one of the one of the most things I liked this this year was when I went uh, to this airplane actually, and I'm very afraid of going on airplanes, right? I love to travel, but going on this airplane, I have seriously no fucking trust. Okay, Besides <laughs> my strategies, how I handle this kind of thing, but I was sitting in there, and uh, there, I think there also were some monks there, and it was not that safe airplane ride. You're in Asia, you heard all these airplanes crashing and so on. But I said, okay, let's let's face it. Let's go through. It will be beautiful, right? Then I saw you entering the airplane. We had a short chat. It was okay. And then there was this emergency call, right, for this airplane. So we had mm -hmm. to land in Myanmar, right? Myanmar, the country just opened a few years ago. It's not that they're like on a high industrial engineering level and whatever. Uh, 
but we just land there and we don't really know what's going on with this airplane. Okay. This is like, mm -hmm. for me, this is the worst case, right? <laughs> and I think for a lot of other people, right? And then I thought, okay, hey, uh, why not make the best out of this moment? And then I just stepped out of my, of my row, right? And I went back to you and I just recognized, hey, there was a positive attitude. There was a positive, positive thing going on. Even though this is a situation of high stress, of high adrenaline, uh, I turned this moment and used it um, to like challenge myself and question myself and uh, accept it as a, as a huge chance. Instead mm -hmm. of normally I would sit in my, in my, in my seat, uh, maybe write my last text message. Okay. I don't know if I will survive, <laughs> la, la, la. I said, no, this is not how I wanted to end. Right. Even though the situation was not close to an end, right. It was just a toilet. It didn't work. <laughs> um, but from a customer perspective, that's, that's, the airplane just had to land right and then i went back to you and i i talked to you and i understand like hey every moment uh, at the end it's your like perception uh of it how what kind of frame you give it right if you say this is a good or a bad moment at the end it's you who are able in every second to say this is a good or this is bad this is a stressful moment at the end it's just something that's created in your mind and every day and every moment you can just reframe it and re-engineer it. And that's so and such a powerful tool. And I just love it, right? Every time when you just question yourself and say, hey, why not just look at a different perspective of this, right? And then it just looks beautiful. Yeah? Mm. Uh, and even like challenging moments, right? That you would normally like don't like to talk about it or face it or whatever. And I think this was really great for me that I just went back, re-engineered myself and <laughs> said, hey, let's make it and let's go uh, through this. And uh, this opened up a door for me for one of the most beautiful weeks I ever had in my life, especially afterwards. Like, there were so many situations in a row where I used <laughs> this kind of technique and I understood, <laughs> hey, cool, nice, that works, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. So prior to Nepal, did you have, did you have a moment like this, a moment where things shifted and things changed for you as well? Oh, if there was a single one, uh, but there were, I think, thousands of, right? Because what I said, like there's some like small moments, there's some bigger moments. Uh, and I think from, from my school where my teacher told me, you would probably never make like an A-level, you would probably never study because I have dyslexia, I'm left-handed, which is even more challenging, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not grown up with the normal, like a kind of family life, these kind of things. Um, there were a lot of, if you would frame it or look at a different perspective, they would say, okay, this guy will probably fail, right? Uh, and I think it's the good thing is that you can question it because all these people, if you look at these people with the respect and understand why are they acting how they're acting, right? Maybe they're also in the frame or, or they don't understand the situation fully, completely. They're, maybe they're judging you or not judging you, but it's, at the end, it's up to you to give them the power over you or you have the power to change everything. And I think this is something that happened for me all the time. Like also when I started studying, right? This is like, if you have this kind of problems that you cannot proper write, proper spell, uh, how can you go through like a test, right? And you just have to find strategies and there are a million ways to do things, right? And don't don't uh, trust so much on the judgment or behavior of other people. It's up mm -hmm. to you 
to create these kind of things. And like everything I, I started, there were often moments where I, where I just sat down and have been crying like hell, right? But I think this is one of the most powerful tools. I, I think once a week I cry. I just cry. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's good. It's cool. It's a nice thing. And I think yeah. especially nowadays, like maybe we're grown up like, okay, we are male, whatever. There's kind of role things. Should be the strong one. But hey, seriously, I don't give a whatever, right? So mm. this is what I what I just love. Just like be who you are. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. I like how you, you know, a theme that we've had with these talks are constructs, ideas of how we should be. A male should be this or a female should be that. But it's just like, but you just need, it's not a should. It's you just, you just need to be you. If right. you feel like, if, if you internally feel like crying, if you cry and then you're like, oh, I blame, I shame myself because this is not how a man should be, then then the defini definition of a man is skewed and it's wrong. Because anything that you keep in your mind that doesn't allow you to feel how you want to feel and express to let it out doesn't give you the permission to become the things that you want because you keep on – it's like – holding in your inner abilities. Mm -hmm. And I completely understand because when I was in school, I was dyslexic as well. And my teachers thought I was just a class clown. They're like, Aaron, read this. And I try and read. And they're like, they're like, stop trying to make jokes in class. And I'm like, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to read. And then eventually you're like, okay, so this is life. This is society. This is what people are telling me. So I can't read. So I must be this kind of person and then look for this kind of label. And then you, you go down this road of, of being this person. And then I had my business teacher. He, he even said to me, he took me out of class. He actually took me out of class and said, Aaron, listen, this is not for you, man. He's like, he's like, you're not going to do well in business. He's like, I, I think there might be something better for you to study. And the thing is, I don't blame him because he's only telling me things that people told him and he's just yeah. passing it down through his generation. But to say that to somebody can either completely destroy them or get them to rise. Right. For me at the time, I took a step back. I dropped out of school. I got kicked out of school. I got expelled from school. <laughs> I know all this. And then eventually put back into school. And later on, um, you know, the one thing about being dyslexic and having these things, it always brings me back to the idea of um, Einstein, where he believes that his saying is, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, They'll think it's stupid its whole life. Yeah, absolutely. You can't climb a tree, neither can I, if we're the fish. Yeah. But what you can do is you can pick up a fucking camera and shoot some pretty good pictures. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I can go do my photography as well. I can do my running. You can be creative. You can cry. You can laugh. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But the tree is not – it's like the tree is not even your purpose in life. So why, why do we even need to climb this tree? People are like, I'm going to grade on the tree. You're like, you know what? You go grade that person on the tree. I'm going to go for a swim. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. But I also see it like today as, as also my chance if I meet people that, for example, start to judge or whatever, right? Don't judge on them as well, right? Because try mm -hmm. to understand them, try to respect them, try to, where did they learn this from? Like you mentioned it before, right? They, they just learned it. They just passed it like from somewhere else, right? And maybe they're just in this frame, right? And don't give them at the end. Also, be be peaceful to them, right? This also gives you way more chance because maybe they expect something from you. 
and you come up with a total irrational and total different behavior, right? This opens also for them a completely new door, right? And this is what, what I, at the end, love the most, that, that you just just reframe everything and you have the chance at the end to do this. And this also gives you just way more the ability to love, love yourself and just love other people and probably just by understanding them, right? So maybe they're, maybe they're not behaving good, but then this is just a frame or judgment, whatever. Um, but also just give them the chance to learn something new about you, about things they've never seen. Like when we look like 50 years ago, it was not normal that, I don't know, I don't know, like uh, women and men just kiss each other, right? And if you see a woman kissing a woman or a man kissing a man or holding a hand or cross-dressing, whatever it mm -hmm. at the end be, right? This was not possible 50 years ago, right? And nowadays it seems to be that things just releasing and opening up and we just should help these things and support it, right? That everybody can go like through his full ability and like, like also help people test things, right? Say, hey, let's go this way, let's go this way. That's not wrong, no right. Like I switch so different often, like my jobs, like I have this photography thing, I do this, I do that. Like I try just things out, guys. It's so great. You have all the chances mm -hmm. out there to try, 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 try. Nobody told you you have to be at 40 somewhere, right? You don't have to be the boss, the head of the director, the whatever. Forget all these kind of things, right? So, so when, how did, so I, I love, I love the points that you make, but how did you, how did you come to this realization yourself? Because listen, it, it, what you're speaking about is not, I woke up the next day. It's like, ah, no, it's not how it is. No, no. So how did, how did, what lessons, what taught you to, to have this kind of mindset? I think it's not what, what you also said, like, even maybe we call it an awaking moment, right? A, a moment is also just what is time at the end, right? It, it, mm -hmm. For me, it took, and I think it probably will take all my lifetime to, to just continue, like, understanding, trying, achieving, whatever. Uh, and I think just be curious, just allow yourself to kind of fail, to try things out. And this is the greatest thing. Just imagine a kid. If the kid would stop after one or two times, like failing to stand up, hey, they would never walk, right? Mm -hmm. So why can I not fail a hundred times with taking a picture, a job, whatever? Hey, this is the great thing. If you understand the mechanism and that failing is one of the most powerful things that you can do, then it's so easy. Then it's just fun. It's okay, let's try this mountain. Let's try this pair of shoes. Let's try this type of love. Let's try, I don't know, whatever. And yeah. This is, yeah. Well, I like what you're saying because what you're talking about is, so there's different ways to, to, to say this. It's like to fail forward, meaning yeah. like keep moving, keep moving, because let's use photography as an analogy. I'm, I'm a photographer and I enjoy my pictures. You're also a photographer. Now, when you are doing photography, you only take one picture, right? And that's it. Is that a question or? I don't, I don't know. What do you, like, when you take pictures, are you just taking one picture and you call it in today? No, 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 no. <laughs> so this is the great thing that, that people, people don't, they praise you in public for you for hours you spend on private, right? So <laughs> actually, for example, if I shoot a wedding, right, this will be three mm -hmm. to four to five thousand 
pictures I took on the day, right? And doing this since, I don't know, 10 years, right? And I've been taking maybe a million pictures in my life. And I still need to do maybe 100 pictures to get one good picture. And sometimes I don't get a good picture, right? Maybe a picture I don't like. And then the couples look at the picture and they just love them. Maybe I'm not kind of happy with it, right? This is just your 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 uh, perception and your perspective on these kind of things. Don't be so hard and so harsh to yourself, right? Just allow yourself to, yeah, it's just your judgment at the end. And what I said, like, um, I practice every day and I fail every day. And I take thousands of pictures before I get one good one. Yeah. And sometimes I just see other people. I just give, like, my camera to, like, my girlfriend, right? And then she, and then she takes a picture and it's beautiful. And I took 100 pictures and none of them is good. And but maybe she likes mine, but I don't like her mine. Whatever, right? But that's the whole thing. It's like life is. If you were to look at it as an analogy of photography, is you can take a million pictures of different angles constantly, and at that moment you don't get the shot that you want. But because you took a thousand pictures, ten thousand pictures right. at that angle, that there will come that moment where you're only going to have to take maybe ten because you know this angle. You're only going to have to take 10 of this because you've done that. You've put in the work. You've put in the time. And also remember that, like, our struggle is somebody else's freedom. Yeah. Where we are now was once somebody's dream. It's just like your picture that you think is ugly is somebody else's like, oh, my God, that's my dream picture. <laughs> you know, and, and vice versa. And you're like, oh, my God, that's, just, that, that was, that's the picture that I wanted to take because we need to be able to flip the roles and be able to see it and like your pictures are good because you put in the million click exercise well experience into getting that yeah and maybe and also maybe also maybe the one picture you took that you're maybe not happy with maybe this other picture helps someone else to take a better picture so this is yeah. what I also love, right? Just inspires people. Hey, let's do it. This, do it. This, this is good. Like things are so like you can combine and you can try new things, and this is the greatest things, right? So, well, that's why I, you know, I enjoy these conversations because the picture that you're sharing, you might be like, well, this wasn't it, but to somebody else, they're like, now that makes sense, and now that connects because now I can see more, and I think those things are very important in life. You know, when we go back to our trip in Nepal, like your trip in Nepal was phenomenal. You know, you, you it, it's interesting because you have a, an interesting perspective. You say that on the plane you were sheltered and you didn't really want to speak to anybody. But during our whole trip, I just saw you going out and speaking to person and speaking to person. And I'm just like, <laughs> how is he doing this? You know, and then that inspired me to want to do it. So was speaking to other people, was this a practice that you wanted to do on this trip? Or was this something that, you've been doing for years so in my inside i'm very uh shy i would say even though i don't look like this right um mm -hmm. but uh, at the end what i'm curious i'm just curious about people i'm curious about things i'm curious like i could sit like all day on an airport and talk to people just knowing hey who you are where you're from what you do how did you get there where you want to go right I just love this, right? It's not about me, but it's just about these people and seeing what is, I think life is so wonderful and so colorful. And I just feel like I'm missing out not talking to people.
this is what 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 drives me at this end and this is what is, gives me all this beauty why like every day today i was traveling like seven hours on a train um and actually uh i just talked to a lot of different people right and this was so great like every time i talked to an 80 year old guy and he just hey it's wow it's like if you talk to all these people then you could probably sum up all the experience of maybe 2000 years in one day isn't this mm -hmm. great like get all the wisdom and the knowledge and the experience within one day of 2000 years right you, you can never read this in any book right but you can get it through like talking to people and this is why i do it yeah is there do you get thoughts of hesitation before you approach somebody yeah of course so let's let's say if we were to look at a role before you approach somebody what's going on in your head so you see somebody what are you thinking i'm i just want to know where is he or she whatever from why is he here what why what 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 brings the crossroad right yeah. what what leads what leads us together to this place right because there's a story behind this kind of person why uh, he or she went there that's going through my head uh, like at a glance and then you approach them what goes through your head yeah you never know some people don't want to talk this does, doesn't happen that often i think the most people are just curious and want to talk as well um i think in 99% you rather end up needing to stop a conversation than 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 to force a conversation uh, and this is a real cool thing right because you can drop out at any time and there's nothing to lose at the end. And often people are just maybe just afraid uh, that they will get like, not like a conversation running, but regularly this happens so easy. If you meet a person for the first time, then you can talk about a million things besides the weather and the food you had yesterday evening. Yeah. So have you approached people and they've just been like, don't want to talk to you? I let me think if there was a moment of this I even have to think of if there was a situation <laughs> like this so I cannot really recall no. well I find, I find it interesting because in our mind it's it's we have more to gain than we have to lose for taking an action that we want to it's yeah. like the, the the analogy is when you're let's say you're at a bar and you see somebody you want to talk to and let's let's take away the bar let's say you're with a friend and you're outside in a park and you see somebody you want to talk to and the second that you hesitate for a split second, you are sending, sending signals to every single form of your nervous system and every part of your body saying that. No, 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 no. And then your body picks up on it and you're like, she has a boyfriend. They don't want to talk to me. Look at them. And it's like judgment, 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 but not judgment because you're trying to do something wrong to them. Judgment because you're trying to protect you because of what your perceived danger might be, though it's an illusion. So that's why I was curious to know, because for me, yeah, I talk to a lot of individuals. I love hearing people's stories, but sometimes it, it freaks me out to speak to people, so I do it. Like, if I see somebody, I'm like, I really don't want to talk to them. I'm like, okay, go. But it's not like intuitively I feel like, no, this is not, I'm like, I want to, I know I want to do it, but everything's like, no. So I go and I do it. 
I, I've learned that in life, it's like when you start to do the things that you're most afraid of, things that, that freak you out, you tend to realize that the things that we are afraid of, not all of them, but a lot of things are, are the things that we want to, but the things that we've created in our system, in our body to protect us. Being like, no, you've never done this before. So your brain's like, danger, 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 you know, because it wants to keep you safe. And then you talk to somebody and it's like, friend, friend, friend. And then next time it becomes easier and easier and easier when you go through it. Of course it gets easier, but also sometimes it's okay to don't feel like easy, right? So it's absolutely fine that you go through and say, like, hey, this doesn't feel that good, but let's, let's go, let's do it, right? It's like, if you go running, if you meet new people, if you're on the first time on the stage, right? This is my first Instagram live video. Of course, uh, I don't know what's going on. Does the technical thing work? I don't know if I can talk <laughs> enough. Do I find the right words, right? I'm not a mother tongue speaking English, la la la. Yeah, okay, shit, let's go through it. Next time it will be, I think, I don't know, maybe 10% uh, only as, as hard as it was for the first time. And it's continuously like decreasing and getting easier. Yeah. It's the slow progressions that we take into it because listen, if we were to take our Nepal trip together, if you didn't come to say hi to me, I wanted to just be by myself for that trip because that's just normally how I travel. Like have a conversation and then go be by myself because I enjoy it. I, I love I love the, the alone in the meantime. It's very reflective. Yeah. But then you come along and I'm like, I like this individual. Let's 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 see where this goes. And then we're like, okay, so let's go to Kathmandu and then let's go see all the temples together and let and the the best thing about the journey that we took together, which I said to you, was the fact that we both went at our own paces without the expectation that the other person must do what I'm doing. So when I went up the mountain and I, I went at my pace and I did my thing, you went at your pace, you weren't like, slow down. Or I wasn't like, yeah, like, like it was just, we were going on that journey and enjoying it together and just allowing things to be. And I think that was, you know, it's very beautiful to be able to do that with another individual instead mm -hmm. of our expectation on them. Because a lot Absolutely. of times, mm -hmm, I believe in a lot of times, yeah. Sorry, go. Yeah, because this is the great thing, right? You're still doing it right together and you can talk about it. And I think this is like also when you talk about relationships, it's quite similar, right? Everybody has his own like needs and wishes and whatever, right? And some things you do together, some things you share, right? And other things, it's okay not to do everything together and share everything, right? So, uh, and just respect the other one and respect his pace kind of. And I think respect is for me one of the key, key things that are learned in life. That's the most important thing. Respect yourself and respect the other one, right? So how do you respect yourself? Um, I understand that I have parts that I love like tremendously on me, but other parts are just like, I don't like them very much, but I know they're existing. I'm open towards them. Like what I said before, Sometimes I'm just crying, right? And I, I don't make a secret out of this, right? I show up often like my strength, but also so-called weaknesses, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think it's good to be able to frame it, to talk it. Uh, and uh, don't be afraid because like 90% of all other people have like the same kind of issues and troubles and um, fears, like talking to people, climbing something, crying hey guys seriously we are all like human right so this is the great thing that we have in common 
that we can share this and can talk about it and yeah, overcome it. So if I hear what you're saying, it's to give yourself permission to yeah, be absolutely. you. Absolutely. I'm 100% permission. I'm 100% unique. And this is like the great thing. So I have a chance to leave like a positive and good footstep in this world for a couple of years, not very long. Uh, but I think this is, this is great. And uh, also give all other people the same permission to leave their footstep as long as they don't harm anybody, right? If you go for violence or whatever the end might be. Um, but often also these people, like they experience something in their past, perhaps I try to understand this, right? It's not about like saying it's okay, whatever, somebody's violent, but just understand where does this come from? Is this like, like a really like a natural thing, right? Or like often if you see it like with people having dogs, right? They, they just say, hey, this is a bad dog. No, guys, it's not a bad dog. Somebody showed this guy that he should be a bad dog or he was like threatened or hidden or whatever. He's not from nature like a bad dog, right? Bike, biting mm -hmm. people or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I like how you say that because I agree. There's, there's, there's an event in our life that shifted it. They changed right. us. And a lot of times we do have an expectation of how things should be because it better suits our life. So an example is you go to the supermarket, you go to the cashier, or you ask somebody in the, in the store, you're like, hey, and you ask them a question, and they answer in a way that you aren't expecting it to. And you're like, what's wrong with them? It's just like nothing. No. It was, you were expecting them to be a way that they didn't know that you were expecting. And then when they didn't live up to your hidden expectation of what wow. you didn't tell them to do, you got upset because they weren't doing what you wanted them to do, but they didn't know what you wanted them to do. So now you're just like, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is hard. This is what I mean. Like try to respect and understand people and don't like, uh, don't be, don't be, um, Oh, I don't find the, the, the English word for this. Uh, but don't be sad if people don't do exactly what you expect from them, right? Because, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that is very important. <laughs> very much so. Because the only thing that we can know in our lives is ourselves that we need to take, we need to take time with it. Yeah. Um, the word is, you know, what they say is like, everybody's going through a battle that we're not aware of just because somebody smiles doesn't mean they're happy. You know, same thing is just because somebody's angry doesn't mean that they're angry. It could be that yeah. they're confused or that there's fear or there's a hundred things that, that are going on. And that's why I enjoy these conversations because people nowadays it's, it's, it's using social media. Social media is great. It's a tool just like a tool can build whatever you want, but a, a tool can also break down whatever you want. So it's like, how are we using these tools? And I believe that individuals like you and the other people I've been speaking to, like it's, it's about giving yourself permission, sharing your story, telling people like, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows because sometimes we need a little bit of clouds and a little bit of rain to create that rainbow because the sun will come in and all elements will come together and things will work out. Yeah. But along your path, you know, along the way that you've gone, how did you discover or yeah, how did you discover like a trust within yourself? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 
so I just understand for myself how high do I want to have like expectations like also on myself right so because mm -hmm. at the end like trusting I trust in myself that I just will try new things out and don't be too hard to myself so this is what I'm mainly doing I'm I'm just trusting I have a good gut feeling and um, I'm just continuing my way and I can change it every day. So there's not like a high expectation at the end uh, on these kind of things. So then it's easier to trust if you're not too hard to yourself and don't put things like too high. You understand that you get, you can redo now nowadays. It's so easy. So this is the easiest thing for me uh, to gain trust towards yourself. But don't, don't put expectations high. Don't be too hard to yourself, right? If you kind like, of fail. Yeah, I like that. It's the idea of um, just don't get caught on the, the expect, I mean, don't get caught on the final destination. Nah. Because by the time you get there, you and that have already changed. <laughs> Absolutely. In Germany, yeah. we have a saying, life is happening while you're planning, right? So... This is the great thing, and I get proven of it like every single day. <laughs> yeah. It's the most funny thing ever, seriously, guys. Like, and I, nowadays I just kind of laugh about it. <laughs> I think it's just so cool. I still love to play, uh, to plan like my things, right? Yeah, this is what I also found out. Like Germans are very straightforward, very planable, and very structured. So if I have a visitor, I have a straight plan of the day. Um, but often things come completely different, right? And then it's even more fine and fun, right? So, but I will still continue to to plan, right? So yeah, for sure. A lot of us, uh, I, I call it uh, the way I call it. I call it cosmic laughter when yeah. things are just they're not making sense, and you're just like, you just start laughing, and you're like, what? What can I? I'm either gonna cry, I'm either gonna laugh, but like, I'm just gonna free myself just and enjoy this moment, however this moment is. So uh, just kind of enjoy it. So yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so my last question to ask you is, if you could speak to your younger self, what would you tell them? Oh, I think I've done this often uh, because I'm also believing these kind of like non-relational time things and whatever. Um, but I would say be more open, be more curious, uh, you're on the absolutely right way uh, because like sometimes I was a little like mistrusting and so on. This was the right way because uh, like what I said before, like in school when you fail and you don't have the grades, you have to switch school. I don't know, right? Or break up with a girlfriend and whatever because it feels like very strong and emotional in this moments. Um, but later on, you understand, okay, hey guys, this was important, it was good. Maybe it was also okay that it felt like this. But I would say, hey, it's okay. I would clap him on the shoulder and say, it's okay. It's good. Just I like go that. I like that. Yeah, like school is a very, it could be a very brutal place because kids yeah. are very brutally honest because they're still trying to figure it out. The teachers, but at no point in time is anybody trying to hurt us, harm us. They're just trying to, they're just showing us their perspectives in the way that yeah. they got up for sure. So I, I like that. And yeah, I definitely like to, you know, just give him a little pat on the back, a little bit of a hug, be like, it's okay. <laughs> because you know, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. 
at the end of the day, it is all going to be okay. And, you know, around this, this time of year where you're with family and there's so much stuff going on, it's, it's understanding that, you know what, somebody's opinion of me doesn't, it's not going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All right, brother. Once again, I just want to say thank you. I want to acknowledge you. I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate our talks. I appreciate our friendship. It's only it's been, it's been a year, but you know what we've accomplished together and what we've spoken about has just been extraordinary. Just looking at you and seeing your growth as an individual, the way you express yourself, the individual that you are, and you know the the way that you've been you know, um, jumping into new changes, new challenges and new, um, situations has been absolutely beautiful. And just want to acknowledge you and say, thank you for being in my life. Thank you. And, uh, to everybody out there, just believe in yourself, uh, continue, uh, and support each other, uh, to like grow together. Right. Thank you very much for having me. No problem. Before you go, where can people find you? Okay, sorry. Oh, that's uh, good. So where can people find <laughs> Right now, you mean like geographical? Well, I mean like Instagram or where can ah, they... Yeah. Okay. Uh, but also geographical, uh, I'm based in Germany actually right now. Uh, and you can find me on uh, Vincent uh, Kana Photography. That is like my wedding uh, photography account mainly. I also have uh, like a domain where you can find me. Just Google Vincent Kainer. And you'll probably find me easy. Uh, looking forward to uh, see you again, guys. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Love you, man. Enjoy your day and uh, oh, enjoy your evening and we'll chat soon. I will. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.